How many are you, of you are ready to continue today in our series called Right on the Money? You ready? Uh, has this been helping anybody? Oh, awesome. I, uh, my, my heart in this has all along been, you know, uh, I, I want to try to um, maybe remove some stereotypical thoughts that people have when it comes to the church and tithing and money and, and all this stuff. Some people think we shouldn't talk about money in church, uh, but you'd be surprised to know that the Bible talks about money as a topic far more than pretty much any other topic in Scripture. And so, uh, obviously, we have to learn how to get our money right. And the last couple of weeks, we've talked about, uh, the, the, the first week, we really talked about the heart of giving, and that, and that, that God, God's not after your money. Like, uh, he doesn't have unfinished projects in heaven. <laughs> uh, like, he's not after your money. But what is God after? God is after your heart. Because the scripture says, where your heart is, or where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And so, uh, so what we know is that giving, giving uh, of, of uh, charitable giving, giving of our finances, giving a tithe, it is... It is uh, more than any other activity the believer can practice, giving helps uh, really eradicate selfishness and greed out of the believer's life. And, and, and third, uh, we, we talked about uh, these, these four things. We talked about a selfish heart. We talked about a grieving heart. talked about developing a generous heart and also having a grateful heart. Now, if, uh, if you want to, if you, maybe if you weren't here two weeks ago, you can get caught up on any of this content. If you go to newlife4kokomo.org, all of our messages are archived online, and so you can get caught up on that. And then last week, we actually ta- we talked about the tithe. Now, um, if you are new here today, or, or maybe you've only been coming the last three weeks, you're like, man, all this church talks about is money. Uh, well, it's not true. Uh, this is the first time in three years that I've been here that we've actually specifically taught on giving. Uh, because again, the Bible talks about it so much, uh, uh, and you agree that you want a pastor that teaches you what the Bible says. And, and, and what we learned about the tithe, what is, th- what is a tithe, by the way? Who remembers? It's a tenth. It means ten. It means a tenth or ten percent. And so uh, what we learned scripturally is that tithing is a test, and that every single time we get paid, we take a test. And that test is, who am I going to thank for my income? And the Bible talks about giving a first fruits offering. So the first 10% is the tithe, and we, we return it back to the Lord. And, uh, and last week, we had, we had an illustration on stage where we, we showed what 10% looks like. And we had, we had just had tons and tons of, of food up here on the stage, boxes and boxes of sweet potatoes and all this stuff and we showed what 10% looks like and and what we found was 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 an overwhelming amount on one side and this itty little bit over here and we asked the question well, which table would you eat from and if because when you have an i mean we couldn't fit everything on the table and over here we called it the lord's table there was just a little itty bit and it was the 10% and if in, in other words it, it feels feels different to say, I'm going to eat from this little table when this giant one's mine. And, uh, and so, so, so tithing is a test. Who am I going to thank for my income? Because the reality is, when God blesses our 90%, we realize we live in abundance. We really do. Uh, and, and we also looked at how tithing is biblical. It's a biblical principle uh, for us to practice. 
Uh, some people say, well, we're not under the law, we're under grace. But, but scripturally speaking, the tithe actually precedes or it predates the law. So it was before the law, it was in the law, and it's in the New Testament because we looked at how even Jesus tells us to tithe. Now, he looked at the Pharisees and says, you know, I, I wish you would be merciful and filled of grace without forgetting to tithe. And, and even in the book of Hebrews in the New Testament, the, the writer in Hebrews talks about giving of the tithe. He says that basically that, that man collect it and man, men may disperse it and, and manage it, but ultimately Jesus receives our tithe. So you're not tithing to New Life Church specifically, but it is a spiritual spiritual, sacred act, and Jesus receives our tithe. And tithing is a blessing. Because remember, tithing is a test. Well, the first test is, who am I going to thank for my income? And so what my wife and I have always done, we, we've always automated our giving. Uh, whether it's uh, with our online giving platform, you can automate your giving to come out on certain days. And we've always automated it, whether through our online banking or, or, or online or through our church. We always automate it. So on the day we receive our paycheck, 10% immediately is taken out on the same day. And I never see it. I never have to do it. I never, because that way I never forget about it. Um, and it's just, so tithing is a test. Who we're going to think? But the second test of tithing is that God, the only place in Scripture that God tells us, test me in this. Test me that if you tithe, that I won't bless you, that I won't open up the floodgates of heaven and you won't have enough storage for the blessing that you'll receive. And listen, I'm not rich because I tithe. I've always made a modest salary. Jenny and I live a modest life. We live on a strict budget. But I'm blessed beyond measure. I'm sure that I don't even know all the ways that God has blessed our lives, washed out over us, because we tithe. I, I just don't know. And I'm not here, I don't say these things but to people say, oh, there he is. There's that pastor manipulating people to give money. I'm like, <laughs> God, God doesn't need your money. He needs your heart. And, uh, and, and, and I'm, I'm just telling you this from my own personal experience. And, and, and maybe someone's like, oh, you see, he's trying, he's trying to raise the giving because he he wants to make more money. No, listen, I don't even set my own salary. The board of this church sets my salary. I don't get a say in my salary. And so this is not for me. This is, this is for you. And this is why God created giving. It's not for him. It's for us. It helps eradicate the greed and, and selfishness in us, and it attaches us then to our mission. His mission becomes our mission because our treasure is where our heart is, and it's in the kingdom of God. And we get the plenty. We get the 90. He gets the 10. It's really, really awesome. So here's a scripture we looked at today, uh, uh, last couple weeks. In, in Malachi, it says, uh, the Lord says, I, the Lord, do not change. Does that mean he's different today? No. I, the Lord, do not change. So you, descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. Ever since the time of your ancestors, you have turned away from my decrees, and you have not kept them. Return to me, and I will return to you says the Lord Almighty. Uh, but you ask, how are we to return? How are we to do that? Will a mere mortal rob God, yet you rob me? But then you ask, how are we robbing you? In tithes and offerings. You are under a curse, your whole nation, because you are robbing me. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, 
that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not open up the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be enough room to store it. I will prevent pests from devouring your crops, and the vines in your fields will not drop their fruit before it's ripe, says the Lord Almighty. Then all the nations will call you blessed, for yours will be a delightful land, says the Lord Almighty. And, um, and so again, how are we robbing the Lord? Well, when you see that we get 90%, but we're eating from the, the scraps on the Lord's table, you can begin to see how that seems a little uh, like robbing. And so we, this year in 2023, um, I went to our leadership team and I just said, listen, like, uh, the Lord's really laid something on my heart. Uh, I don't know how we're going to do it, but I just know that we have to do it. Because in reality is, uh, if someone ever came to me and said, Pastor Devin, um, should I tithe? I would say, yes, I, I, uh, you should. Um, and they said, well, when should I start? I would tell them, I think you should start right now. Um, and adjust your life to it. And so the Lord just laid out my heart, and I, and I went to our team. I said, hey, I said, I think New Life Church should give 10% of our income and give it away. And I think we just have to adjust our, our organization to that principle because I believe in the tithe. I want to accelerate the generosity of our church in that way. And so because we believe in the principle of the tithe, effective January 1, 2023, New Life Church will give 10% of our income to missions. And so every time you tithe, every time you tithe, we're going to give away 10% of what you give, and we're going to give it to missions. I believe in the principle of the tithe that much. 10% of the income of new life, it's a lot. And we, we don't necessarily, we can't necessarily say, oh, we've got room in the budget. This is a step of faith, but we're having to align the rest of our organization. We're, we're, we're having to sacrifice and say, we're gonna wait to do that, we're gonna wait to do this, we're, going to, we're gonna push, pause, and we're gonna put this first. We believe in the principle of the tithe that much. And so we want you now to join with us in this effort that, if went, that, that we will all be committed to being givers, tithers. Now maybe you're, now listen, I, I understand that some people have some outlying circumstances where um, tithing a full 10% on their income maybe would be very detrimental to themselves and their family. And, and, and I'm, not, I'm not here to tell you do it anyway. I, I, there are some, maybe some outlying circumstances that people find themselves in, and, um, and I'm not here to, to, to tell you what you have to do. Some people need to grow in their giving. Like, okay, by faith, I'm going to start at 2% or 5% and, and begin to align my life and pay things off, and, and, and my, my goal is to get to 10. Um, I, I just want you to know I'm not against that. I think that's wonderful, but there are some people that with a little sacrifice, they can begin to be, begin obedient in the tithe immediately. And so, and, be, and also, listen, I know that some people, this makes people uncomfortable when we talk about giving in the church because wannabe Christian leaders in the past have abused this. You've seen wannabe Christian leaders abuse people and manipulate people for the sake of money. And I just, I just want to say, this is not that. This is not that. 
and I, I hope that my heart is coming across that this is not that, okay? But just because it's been abused in the past, we don't use that as an excuse not to be obedient to the Lord. Does that make sense? Because someone's abused it somewhere else, I'm not going to be a tither. Well, um, that, I, I don't want to tell you. That's between you and the Lord. Uh, but this is not that. Um, so we believe in the tithe at New Life Church. And those that call New Life Church our home, this is where we bring our first fruits into the storehouse. And when you give, people get saved. And, and, and for those that maybe struggle with that concept, that you, you might not struggle coming here on Sundays, worshiping in our worship service, enjoying the ministries of our church. Well, New Life Church is a local church with a local location, and it takes funding to make it happen, and, and we manage the tithe to make ministry happen. And so when we call New Life our home, this is where we, we sow that type of seed. So the other thing about tithing is, is I believe that the tithe is the principle that God uses in order to teach generosity to his people. So really, I would say that tithing is like, it's like the training wheels of generosity. It really helps your generous life get going. Um, that it's, uh, because some people would argue, like Pastor Devin, like in this new covenant that we're in, like, like uh, I think that we should give more than 10%. And, of course, I would say, that'd be awesome. <laughs> we could do more ministry. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be great. Um, but but I, I also believe that, that as we grow in generosity, that people will likely grow in their giving above 10%. But 10% is like, it's like the training wheels of generosity and learning how to be a generous giver. For instance, in years past, many people in this church give above and beyond the tithe. And they give to missions to see, uh, and we, we have made commitments to missionaries and missions organizations, uh, both here locally and around the world, tens and tens of thousands of dollars every year we've committed to give, and that happens when we give to missions. And so, so what I want to talk about this morning is going to be a little bit different because uh, typically we'll dive into scripture, we'll, we'll break it down, but today is a very like kind of in-house discussion. Um, so this is very like, like just in-house, internal talk about New Life Church and the inner workings of, of how we operate. And so again, if you're a guest with us today, I'm so glad you're here to, to hear about how generous New Life Church is, um, and, 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 but I'm really just here to inspire all of our hearts to become generous, but also just to teach those of us that call New Life Church our home a new concept in the organizational structure of New Life Church. And so to do that, I want to talk about buckets of giving. Uh, There are different buckets of giving that we have. Obviously, what we've talked about the last two weeks is that we believe in the tithe. And this is the 10% of our full income, and this is where um, the majority of giving happens is this bucket, the big bucket here, called the tithe. And the tithe funds the operations of our church. Now, in 2023, it won't only fund the operations of our church, but it will also fund all of our mission's commitments because we'll give 10% of this away. So this is the tithe, and it funds all the operations of the church. Well, what kind of operations, Pastor Devin? Well, you wouldn't even believe it. You would not believe what it takes to operate as an organization like a church 
Um, you wouldn't believe uh, the, the number of vendors that we have to, to just, you know, take care of our church and ministry. Uh, you wouldn't believe how much it costs to insure something like uh, the church, not just in assets, but also other liabilities. It's, it, I mean, it's, it's, in, it's thousands it's, it, of, of dollars every year in, in insurance. You wouldn't believe it takes to, just for the cost of ministry, uh, if you saw like uh, our electric bill, you'd probably choke <laughs> because you'd be like, "That's more than my monthly income." Uh, but but you know, and and we do a lot of things to protect and conserve energy. We have a lot of automated light switches. They come on when you walk in the room, and they turn off when no one's there, so that lights don't get left on. And and so so we constantly manage and guide those things. But but there it takes money to move the ministry, and the vision of of New Life Church will will go at the speed of our generosity. And so this is uh, a biblical principle called the tithe. And remember, Hebrews talks about that men collect it and men manage it, but Jesus receives this tithe, okay? But then also we have other buckets of giving um, at New Life. And really, this is kind of like uh, many, many churches have something very similar to what's been our structure here at New Life Church. And so we have the tithe. Everybody say tithe. Okay. Well, then also, like, some people are like, well, I want to give more. And where do I give the more? Well, we have other buckets of giving. And For instance, um, uh, the building fund. Many churches, including New Life, have a building fund. And the building fund, you know, is just, it's self-explanatory, I think. It's a fund for the building and some people here, some people give over their tithe, and they add funds to the building fund, okay? And so we have that bucket. And uh, another bucket that we have uh, is, um, is missions, that all of our commitments to missions have been because people give over the tithe to support missionaries around the world. And, and as you know, if you've been here uh, in any amount of time at New Life, you would know that New Life Church is a missions-giving church. And I, and I just applaud you for that. Uh, missions is dear to Jenny and I's heart. Uh, I have no shame in raising money for missions, just like I have no shame in raising money for this mission, the local church, because it's, it's God's. Here's what I would say when it comes to the operation of the church and all of the giving buckets. I would say this. If it's God's will, it's God's bill. If it's God's will, it's God's bill. And so I have no shame because I know the local church and giving of above and beyond is his will. So I got no shame. Missions. So we know, so, so again, tithe, uh, I want to do something more. Some people give the missions. Some people give to the building fund. And, and then we, we have some other buckets as, as well. Like For instance, a Convoy of Hope. Convoy of Hope, uh, this is our partner for our One Day to Feed the World offering that we do at Easter time. Uh, Convoy of Hope is one of our missions partners that when there is a disaster, maybe a hurricane, an earthquake, either here or around the world, Convoy of Hope is our partner that we partner with in those moments. And we also have... Uh, a benevolence fund, and benevolence fund is something that is used to help people in need. Uh, benevolence fund uh, has helped fund our food pantry. Benevolence fund helps 
uh, when, when, when maybe a member of our church falls on difficult times financially, the Benevolence Fund might help them with a bill. Um, and so, the, so that's the Benevolence Fund. And, and some people give to the Benevolence Fund, just like some people give to missions, and some people, uh, they tithe, but then, but then they give to the, the bucket of uh, the building fund or, or Convoy Hope or Benevolence. You know, and, 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 but also, you know, we have to tithe. But also, there is the food pantry, and in the past, many people have given tithe, and, and then, well, I'm going to put, I'm, I'm going to give the missions, and, but oh, I love the food pantry, so I'm going to give to the food pantry, and I got all these buckets now, uh, uh, what's this, missions, building fund, um, convoy of hope, uh, benevolence, and uh, food pantry, that, that's an important compassion ministry. Oh, this summer, all of our kids and teens are going to go to camp, so, so, like, this is such an important thing. So, I, 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 like, I know I need to tithe. And, oh, our mission, can't forget the missionaries, but, but what about the teens and kids? We've got to get them to camp. So, so we're going to have a bucket for our kids and teens to go to, the, to, to go to the camp thing. But, oh, man, but the building fund, I, you know, I've got I to give some to the building fund. And because, uh, again, if tithe is the, the training wheels of generosity, so many people say, I want to give more. I want to give, I want to give more. What bucket, <laughs> what bucket do I do the more? Because the building's important. We can't forget the missionaries. We can't forget the teens. Benevolence, food pantry, all this stuff is so important. So where do I do the more? Here's where we kind of maybe come into some complexity here. This is first. Okay, we, we all understand this. Missions is important. Um, but then the building fund. Some people give to this, but, but here's the reality of the building fund. There's some money in this bucket at our church. There, there, there's some. Um, we don't really write a budget for this bucket. Uh, we also don't really have a plan for this bucket. This bucket just kind of like has, has some funds in it. And from time to time, if there's an emergency maybe or or maybe there's like a, uh, a project that we didn't foresee. We might use the building fund, but we really don't have a plan for it. But it's there, and there's kingdom resources sitting in here, and that's what they're doing. They're mostly just sitting in here. Now, typically, if there is a building issue, we have a budget in this big bucket of our operations that when an air conditioning unit fails, don't get me started on those guys. I say when. Did you see that? Because uh, it will likely happen again. Um, we have an operation budget that we say, okay, the, this bucket is going to cover the, the repairs of many things in the building. So, but then we have this building fund. It's just like, we don't write a budget. We write a budget here, no budget here. We have a specific plan here. There's no plan here, but there's kingdom resources in this bucket here. And then, let's see, um, um, then we have Benevolence Fund. Benevol Again, some people give. They give the tithe, and then they give a little more, and it goes into Benevolence. And, and again, Benevolence Fund um, is, is there to help people in hard times. We don't use this that often. The biggest thing this is used for is to help fund, uh, is to help fund this, the food pantry. But, but again, there, there are some kingdom resources sitting in here. But it's not enough that we plan for this, and we also don't really write a budget for this. 
but we do write a budget for this, and we have a specific plan. So this is the benevolence fund. Some people give tithe. They give a little extra, and it goes in this little bucket. There's kingdom resources sitting in there, but we have no real plan. Um, and so, again, with the food pantry, the food pantry is, is a compassion ministry of New Life Church. Uh, we have an incredible team that serves at the food pantry. And if I could get a round of applause for them, that'd be awesome. <laughs> incredible team. Uh, you know, they're serving uh, sometimes 100 to 300 families a month through the food pantry. Uh, it's just our compassion ministry to just help offset food insecurity in the direct Kokomo area. Um, and, you know, it takes, it takes money to fund the food pantry. Um, and uh, the food pantry is a ministry that we do as simply compassion. In other words, uh, we give and we don't expect anything in return. Our team shares the love of God with them. Is the food pantry growing our church? Not necessarily, but that's not why we give. We give and we don't expect anything in return. We give. This is, this is compassion ministry. Now, um, there is, in the past, there has not been a plan to help fund the food pantry. Uh, by, by, you know, but if it's God's will, it's God's bill. And so in the past, uh, just through random acts of generosity, the food pantry has stayed afloat. It has continued in ministry. We've also had some great partners with Food Finders and Lafayette that helps make this happen. Um, but two years ago, two Christmases ago, we had a Christmas offering at the end of 2021, and that Christmas offering funded the food pantry for almost the entire year of 2022. And that's awesome. That's because of your over and above giving, the generosity. So in other words, two Christmases ago, you know, we all still did this, but then two Christmases ago, we picked up this bucket and we said, hey, let's fill this bucket, and we did. And it funded the food pantry for 2022. Well, what about 2023 and this compassion ministry called the food pantry? What about 2023? Well, again, just like all of these buckets, we don't have a budget for these buckets. These are just small places where people give over and above. And so that really means we have no plan for the food pantry. We, we, we really don't. Um, and so, but, but it's there, and kingdom resources go here, and kingdom resources get used, and it's important. So now, I don't know if you're getting it, like I get it from my perspective as pastor, but it's like, this is confusing. This, like, this, I get this. We get this, right? We get the tithe. But, we, but our hearts say, I want to do more, but which bucket? Which bucket is the more? Because I know this is important. I can't say any of this is not important. But, but there is no plan. There's no plan. We have the vision, but we don't have, but like it says in Habakkuk, get vision and write it down. In other words, begin to build a plan. We don't have a plan. Drum roll, until now. <laughs> now we have a plan. And our plan for these buckets is something that we're calling kingdom builders. Now kingdom builders is going to be our unique way of accomplishing the ministry of God over and above the tithe. And now through kingdom builders, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give first fruits to the tithe. And the tithe is going to fund the local ministry of New Life Church and all of, its, all of its things. But Kingdom Builders is going to fund all 
of these buckets. And now, when we give, we give our tithe first, and then we give the kingdom builders. And when we give the kingdom builders, it's going to take care of all these buckets. Because again, some of these buckets, some of you give to. But there's never in 60-some years of New Life's existence, there's never really been a budget or a plan for some of those buckets. But it's there, and it can get used from time to time. But instead, what we're doing for 2023 is we're saying, okay, that missions bucket that we, we talked about, where's that missions bucket? So many buckets. This is how our accounting feels. It's like there's so many buckets, Devin. Pastor, what do I do with all these? Okay, this is how it feels in our accounting office sometimes. There's so many buckets. Missions, guess what? We're, we're taking care of missions. Remember, we're, New Life Church, we're going to tithe our full income as a church. So when you tithe, we give 10% of your giving, and we're going to take care of this bucket, okay? Then we have all these other buckets, all these other ministries that are important. These are important things. But what's the plan? We have developed a plan, and it's called Kingdom Builders. Now, I have some of our team members that are going to go around right now, and they're going to pass out to you this plan. And so we've, we've created a plan, and uh, they're going to pass one out to everybody in attendance today. And uh, so in, in each section, someone's going to come by and hand you our Kingdom Builders 2023 vision. And I want to today take the remainder of my time quickly to talk about Kingdom Builders and how it's going to make an incredible difference in not just the generosity of our church, but really in the life change that will happen around the world. So the idea here, the vision, is that we can become kingdom builders. We tithe first, and then we give to kingdom builders. What this is going to do is going to simplify giving and put purpose to money. It's going to bring focus to the funds and it's going to bring purpose to every bucket. So now, before we had all those buckets, we had all those buckets, if you remember. Well, now we have two buckets. The tithe and kingdom builders. The tithe and the kingdom builders. So if you currently give to the building fund, if you currently give the missions if you currently put some in the bucket of benevolence, maybe you put some in the bucket of camp, here's what we're asking. Consolidate everything you put in a small bucket and you give your tithe here and then everything else that you're putting in other buckets, you fund kingdom builders. And when you give to kingdom builders, it's going to fund all of this and so much more. So kingdom builders is a way of leading the Great Commission through a community who faithfully give above and beyond. If you turn to page three and four in your book, you'll see what Kingdom Builders is. And here's the vision of Kingdom Builders. So if you really want to know what Kingdom Builders is, Kingdom Builders is three things. Kingdom Builders is local, global, in future, kingdom builders will be the, the, 
the funding for local ministries here in the greater Kokomo area. It will be funding missions globally around the world. And it also has vision for the future, which is always connected to the next generation, our children and youth. So what is Kingdom Builders? Kingdom Builders is three things, local, global, and future. I want you to think of Kingdom Builders like this. Maybe it's another way to think about it. Remember, we had all this stack of buckets. All the buckets are in a big bucket called Kingdom Builders. Kingdom Builders, think of it this way, is a Kingdom of God mutual fund. And if you know anything about maybe uh, investments and financing, uh, there's, there might be some good mutual funds out there. You might even hear, hey, there's this really good mutual fund. Uh, in other words, what, what is a mutual fund? A mutual fund is a big bucket that has all kinds of different stocks or bonds or whatever uh, in, within it. And when you put your money in one big bucket, uh, then it purchases all of those little buckets within it. And so they build mutual funds to bring the greatest return. And, and so many times in the financial world, people go around trying to sell mutual funds. Like this one's a really good, this one's bringing a 10% return. This mutual fund's going to bring an 18% return. And people start putting their money in the mutual fund, and that mutual fund buys it all these different stocks and things, and it grows their, their, their investment. Well, guess what? I have the greatest mutual fund I can think of. And it's the Kingdom of God mutual fund. And when you first give the tithe, and then you give your over and above giving to kingdom builders, it's going to do all of this and even more. And so when it comes to how, so maybe the question is, all right, we've talked about the tithe, and I know how much to give. I know it's 10%, but how much do I give here? Well, this can be different for everybody. I wouldn't even put a percentage on this unless God puts a percentage on your heart. But this is where when God moves our hearts to give, we give to kingdom builders. In the past, some people said, Pastor, I, I feel like God wants me to sell my car and give the proceeds to, to something important. Well, well, now we have an answer for that. Well, that's awesome. Are you a tither? And they say, yes, Pastor, I tithe. Well, fantastic. Well, then give it to kingdom builders. And we're going to make a difference local, global, and future through kingdom builders. We tithe... Because God transformed our lives. We give the kingdom builders to help transform the world. See, it's going to simplify giving to two buckets. So, uh, so in order to make this happen, we have to have three things. We have to have a plan. We need to be able to have vision. And we need to dream. So I want, this is what I want you to join me in doing uh, right now because Kingdom Builders is live uh, in our giving platform right now. And uh, maybe you even noticed, maybe you grabbed a giving envelope to give in the offering this morning and you noticed your giving envelope looked a little different. What happened to all those confusing funds and lines on the giving envelope? Because now there's only two. The tithe and Kingdom Builders. If you go online and you go to the giving type, there's going to be two giving types, the tithe and the giving builders. So how much do I give to kingdom builders? Well, again, you first make a plan. When we have a plan, when we are diligent, it leads to plenty. Proverbs 21.15 says, 
God is excited when we have a plan. So I would encourage you to make a plan for what your over and above giving could be. I will tell you that Jenny and I's over and above giving, has, it, it's, usually, it's always been about the second largest bill of our household. Like we, we want to be generous in the past. We have, we have given all of that to the, that bucket of missions. Well, um, we, this, this went live a few days ago, and uh, I just got paid on Friday. And so guess where my over and above already went on my payday? I have a plan that every payday, for, and, and I plan out how much I want to give every month, and I put that plan in place to go over and above to kingdom builders. We always have. And, um, and so first you need to make a plan. Maybe it's just a dollar amount or percentage. I don't know. But then we also have to have a vision, asking God to give us a vision for what he could do through us with our help. And so I have a vision of what I would love to give to kingdom builders. But even more than that, we need to have a dream. What is a dream amount that we could give to kingdom builders? And I have a dream, and my dream amount is really a miracle amount. Like, I don't know how to make my dream amount happen, but I'm like, oh, Lord, if I could give that much, that would, that's my dream amount. And I hope that one day that Jenny and I will say, this is our dream year. This is our dream year. We're going to make it happen. And so we, it's important to have a plan, vision, and a dream when we think about our over and above giving to kingdom builders. So again, the tithe, we tithe first. Biblical, true. Generosity is important. And so now we are over and above will be given to kingdom builders and so what is Kingdom Builders going to do at New Life Church in 2023? Well, if you look in your book, I, I forget what page, but I, I know it's the page right after the centerfold. You will see a full list of all of the projects that is our vision for 2023. So let's look at some of these projects. Our local projects in Kingdom Builders is uh, our Marketplace Food Pantry, which again is uh, a compassion ministry of New Life Church with an incredible team serving hundreds of people every month in this way. Uh, second of all, uh, your local church has a local location and it takes resources sometimes to continue moving things forward. And so we have a, some building initiatives to upgrade things here in the building in 2023. And, and Kingdom Builders is going to help make that happen. And then uh, Valley of Grace is a, uh, a, an addiction recovery center that is right here in the northern part of Kokomo. Um, I get to go there uh, regularly and speak for the men that are there. It's a men's facility for men uh, struggling with addiction. It is a gospel-centered, Christ-focused facility, doing incredible work in uh, kind of battling drug and addictions in, in people's lives. And so uh, our vision for 2020 is to help give, give generously to Valley of Grace. And also we have something that we're calling the Mercy Fund. The Mercy Fund will be funds that are set aside for people that do find themselves in some kind of financial crisis within our church. Every once in a while, someone just falls on a hard time. They're like, Pastor, they're going to turn my water off. And, and I'm like, I don't want that to happen. Bring me your water bill. And the Mercy Fund is going to help uh, people when they're in that kind of need. Uh, so that's, lo that's our local vision for 2023. Our global vision for 2023 is, again, our partner Convoy Hope. Convoy Hope is a faith-based organization. They are feeding uh, last I heard, 460,000 children every day. 
every day. Uh, and and, and I've, I've shared stories of how I've been with Convoy Hope in the country of Haiti, where we fed a thousand kids a day at a Sons of God, a local uh, church that has a school there, uh, and powerful, powerful, powerful ministry. Uh, many times when there is a, a natural disaster, Convoy Hope is showing up to those cities before the Red Cross, before the United Way, before FEMA. Convoy Hope is always ready and able to get uh, and take care of the needs of people when there's major tornadoes, major hurricanes, major earthquakes, and all around the globe. It's phenomenal. We have a vision to, to give generously through Project Rescue. Project Rescue was a part of our Christmas offering this year. If you remember, uh, Project Rescue is rescuing women and children from the sex slave industry around the world and, and giving them the gospel. Uh, the Fire Bible, it, it is a spirit-filled a translation uh, is a Bible with spirit-filled commentary in it that is being given to pastors and leaders around the world. And right now, the, the, the Fire Bible, they are translating the scriptures into languages never been done before. There's, there's still languages that the Bible has not been translated into before. And Fire Bible continues to, to make new translations in those languages and getting them in the hands of spirit-filled leaders that are planting churches in areas where there are no churches. Awesome stuff. Uh, Project 42 is a missions organization that is helping equip missionaries to reach the 40 42% of the world that have yet to know the name of Jesus. And this is equipping them and getting them on the missions field quicker and, and getting them equipped. Speed the Light is uh, the ministry of the Sons of God that it happens when teenagers give to missions. And Speed the Light is equipping missionaries with vehicles and sound systems. Uh, one time a missionary uh, called back to the United States and said, uh, somebody ate my vehicle. Like, oh, wait, wait, let me make sure I heard you correctly. They ate your vehicle. They ate it. They killed it and ate it. And like, you're going to have to help me. Well, Speed the Light bought me a camel so that I could travel into these remote areas and share the gospel. And when I traveled there, they killed it and ate it. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Uh, Speed the Light equips missionaries with vehicles because they might get the funding to land somewhere but, but our missionaries, through Speed of Light, they get a vehicle and sound systems and things to really uh, speed uh, up the, the ministry that they're in. BGMC is Boys and Girls Missionary Club. When our children give to missions, it goes to something called BGMC. And BGMC is another resource, resourcing uh, missionaries um, around the world. So that's our global vision. And then future. Remember, it's three things. Local, global, future. And future is always about the next generation. And when you give the kingdom builders, it's going to help get kids and teens scholarships to go to summer camp. Uh, summer camp has always been a powerful time, a momentum time, a monumental time in a, in a student's life where the trajectory of their life is changed by the power of God in those weeks of camp. And so our, our vision for uh, 2023, uh, let me show you kind of how it breaks down percentage-wise. It looks like this. It's 39% local. It's 55% global and 6% future. Now, the vision that you see in your book today, and I want you to take that home and pray about it, and I want you to join us into becoming a kingdom builder, because kingdom builders tithe first, and then they give over and above to this kingdom of God mutual fund called kingdom builders. Um, uh, the vision that we have for 2023, I'll tell you, it's a $100,000 vision. And if it's God's will, it's what? It's God's bill. 
And uh, when, I, when I say that out loud, I even realize, man, that sounds like a miracle. But here's what I know is the miracle's in the room. The miracle's, the miracle's in the room, and we're in the room. And, and so I believe in this so much. I, let me tell you, we've been working on this for months, and I've been looking forward to this day. I hope that I've articulated it well. I hope that I've made it clear. I hope that you're excited. I hope that you've, you're looking at this and going, thank you, Pastor. <laughs> thank you for making giving so much easier. I get it. I tithe because Jesus transformed my life, and it's the first 10%. And I want to give the kingdom builders to transform the world. And so what you're holding in your hand is a list of everything we want to do through Kingdom Builders in 2023. And how do you become a Kingdom Builder? Well, Kingdom Builders are tithers first, and then um, uh, we give over and above. Now, so you can do it a few different ways, just like you would give regularly uh, on, the, on a giving envelope or online. You just mark that giving, Kingdom Builders, and we'll take care of all of that stuff. We'll take care of it all. So, so for instance, if in the past you have given to the food pantry, if you have given to the building fund, if you've given to benevolence fund, if you've given to missions, consolidate all that giving that you have been uh, doing so far in those buckets and put it all in kingdom builders and we're going to take care of everything else. Just like here, the list of buckets in here, a <laughs> hundred or more, there's a lot of buckets in here. A lot of things that have to get done. But no one writes a tithe check and says, Pastor, go pay the electric bill. <laughs> No, you just give the tithe, and, and we manage the rest. And, and kingdom builders is the same way. We give over and above to this, and the vision you're holding in your hand is what we want to do. That's what we want to do with it. Uh, so let me talk real quick on missions support, and then we'll pray and dismiss, because if you're like me, you're getting hungry right now. As I mentioned before, New Life Church has made a decision that this year we're going to give 10% of our full income and we're going to give it to missions. And that 10% is going to fill our missions bucket, the whole bucket. So therefore, all of our current missions giving that even Jenny and I give every single month, every single time we get paid, we give the missions, we're moving all of our missions giving to Kingdom Builders. Because the church is going to cover all of the missions through the tithe, and now we're going to give our over and above giving into one bucket, Kingdom Builders. So, so if, if, and maybe, maybe for you, you would say, but Pastor, I want to give to missionaries. I want you to give to missionaries too. And here's how I want you to give to missionaries. That when you write your check, you write tithe on it. So if you want to give to missionaries, how do you give? Just tithe. And, and as the tithe of the church grows, we'll always start giving more to missions. So if you want to give the missionaries, I want you to give the missionaries tithe. And so if Jesus has changed your life and you want to be generous, tithe. And if you want to help us change the world, let's give the kingdom builders. And we will give, and you're holding the vision in your hand of what we want to make happen through kingdom builders. Um, of course, if you have... Uh, any questions about this? I know this is something new, and uh, I know that people love change. I will say this about change. This is what I've learned as a pastor. There are early adopters, 
mid-adopters and late adopters. It's like when the Israelites crossed through the Red Sea on dry ground. There were early adopters, <laughs> mid-adopters. The late adopters almost got swallowed up by the water, okay? <laughs> uh, so uh, whatever you need to, to maybe understand your giving, because I, I, this is what I know, that when it comes to money, it, money feels emotional for people. And they're like, but I just, I don't, you're changing this, Devin, you're changing this. Uh, you're right, I am. You know why? Because I think through this, we'll do more for missions than we've ever done before. Because we're going to give 10% and we're going to do kingdom builders. Most of kingdom builders, guess what? Most of kingdom builders, it's, it's really all missions. So I think we're going to do more for missions than ever before. So, uh, so anyway, if you have questions about this, I, I'll, please hope that you, I hope that you would reach out to me. Uh, I hope you, you hear our heart in this. I hope that you're saying, thank you for simplifying the giving of our church, that I can now just give tithe and give to kingdom builders, and we're going to change the world. It's going to be awesome. Would you stand with me and pray? Father, I, I thank you that the only reason we know of generosity is because we know you. And you are a generous God. And Lord, I thank you. I thank you because you have so blessed our lives. No matter what our income has been over the years, Lord, I know that I have been so blessed. And I want to get right with my money. I pray that, God, that as our church takes bold steps of faith towards generosity, that, Lord, that you would open up the heavens on our church. And here's what we want. If we, if we could ever make a request of how you'll bless us in return, well, then here's, here's what I would like. I want to see every chair in this building filled with saved souls. Here's what I want, Lord. If we, can, if, this, if we ever get anything for our generosity, here's what I want. I want to see generations of families changed. I want to see first-generation Christians. I want, to, I, want, I want to, when I walk into heaven someday, I want there to be people from the other side of the world that would say, are you from New Life Church? Thank you, because you, a missionary came to my town, and I heard it was because your church gave to kingdom builders. And because of that, I found Jesus, and my family found Jesus. So, Lord, if we get anything for being generous, may it be in lives changed. So would you open up the floodgates of heaven on this church, and may souls come and become saved, baptized, and lifelong disciples of you. We pray in Jesus' name.